welcome to Dads, Daughters, and Dollars, a financial podcast for everyone. Now, here's one of my favorite people. (laughs) I'm Sean, the dad, clearly the favorite. And I'm Caitlin, the daughter, clearly my dad's mistaken. Well, hello, hello, hello. Hi, Caitlin. Hello, hello, hello. Hi. I don't know if you can hear in the background, but we have some pouring rain that might not be getting into the mics, but here in Southern California, we've been getting a lot of rain, especially as we record this. So uh, I don't know if it's raining over where you live, but Caitlin's calling in from the road, and uh, we've had a lot of rain, especially in the last hour, and it's starting to slow down, but I don't think it's going to get into our episode today. Um I'm going to ask you real quick, have you ever heard of the group called Cage the Elephant? Yes, I have. Yeah, so a big hit in 2008 called um, There Ain't No Rest for the Wicked. And the the lyric goes, ain't no rest for the wicked. Money don't grow on trees. I got bills to pay. I got mouths to feed. There ain't nothing in the world for free. And today's episode is going to debate that thought. Um, I'm talking about the library. And I've been using the library for years. When you were even six, seven, eight years old, I would stop on the way home and get some DVD that I had reserved and then pick it up and bring it. Now, I know the I remember everything that you used to bring home from the library. I do. I remember it. I mean, that's where I I went and read, like, financial magazines because you couldn't take the magazine out, but you could read it there. And I'd be on a hiatus, and then I'd get a financial book, and I would get books that I want to do about sports and fitness and history and biographies. And I just got so much out of it. And I'm here to tell you, people have no clue how many things you can get from the library for free. And I'm hoping to blow you away. So I'm going to start with, you can get first free eBooks, music, digital movies, and comics. There is a, there is an app or it's a thing that you can get either online or on your phone um, called Hoopla, and you can instantly borrow free digital movies, music, ebooks, twenty four seven with your library card, and it doesn't have to be here in Los Angeles. They have um, seven point five million library card holders worldwide, so you could be in Finland, and if they have Hoopla is supported by your libraries there, you can go online and get everything there for free. So it doesn't well, matter what I, country's I, listening to us. I appreciate that it's Finland, but I don't imagine I'd be able to read anything that's Finnish. But I do understand your point because I know that Finland also does probably mostly speak English. I actually don't know. Um, I was going to say that uh, do they also do audiobooks? Does that include? Yes. Is that included in ebooks? Yeah, totally. Okay. Totally does audiobooks. There's another service that nearly every library has. You just have to check with yours, and it's called Canopy. It's on-demand streaming video for public and academic libraries. It offers films, TV shows, and documentaries. Service is totally free for the users, and the content users are charging basically the library. So I don't know if they charge them. Here's a general fee of $100 a month, whatever it is. And our taxes pay the library, and then the library says, come here and rent a DVD, but because the world is now streaming, the libraries are now putting everything up for streaming. So you don't even have to go there. You just, as long as you get a library card, you can reserve it online and then just start watching it. It's pretty convenient. And Canopy is available to 4,000 libraries worldwide. 
So you're getting free movies, free comic books, e-books, digital movies, music. All right. They have a thing called Free Gal Music. Any idea what Free Gal stands for? No, I was going to say that sounds like a definitely not related to a library. Free and legal. It's the short term for free and legal. So all files are completely free and legal to download. There are over 40,000 music videos, over 20 million songs, and they're in 5,000 libraries in 20 countries. Everything's free. You could download the music to your uh, thing. Like, for instance, I went online and Pink's new album is there. You don't have to, like, with Spotify, you know, you either buy the album or you could download it and you have the free version of Spotify. But every second song, a different thing that sounds like pink comes up type of thing. This is go totally get it because the library has bought her album. That's pretty convenient. Yeah. Um, they have uh, free newspapers and magazines. There's a thing called Press Reader, and I'm somewhat addicted to this. 2,000-plus newspapers from 100 countries and 60 languages. You can pick the language you want to read in the drop-down menu of this thing called Press Reader, that's usually on, it's online on most libraries worldwide. And then you can read magazines and, and uh, newspapers. So, for instance, I read the New York Times there, and I go in there and I get recipes, and I read legal stuff, and I read financial stuff, and I read the sports section, and it's usually pretty amazing. If I was subscribing to the New York Times digital edition, they give you a break on the first year. But in general, it costs $120 a year. Same thing for the Washington Post, $120 a year. But, you know, they have 2,000-plus newspapers. So, like, for instance, when I was in college, I used to always get the Boston Globe on Mondays because it was considered to have one of the best sports sections. Their sports Monday was one considered one of the best sports sections in the world. And it was always, like, its own section that was, like, 30 pages long, and everybody used to fight over it in college. Um, they have a zillion magazines like People Magazine and Newsweek and Esquire, National Enquirer, Forbes, you name it. There's just, there's got to be over a thousand magazines. But like, for instance, I went on and looked for National Geographic. And the first eight versions of National Geographic I found were from overseas, like the one from Sweden, the one from Mexico, one from Canada, one for Ecuador, <laughs> Peru. I was like, oh, I didn't know National Geographic was in that many different languages. But saying, you know, like here we are in Los Angeles, if I, you know, can speak Ecuadorian, boom, there you go. You can just read right there. I just think it's amazing. There's a thing that I used when I went to Portugal, and I we did a uh, an episode about, you know, travel hacking my way to a thing called Libby. Libby you can have on your phone or on your, you know, computer. And it's a thing that was created by this service called Overdrive. And it uses 22,000 public libraries and thousands of colleges and universities. And it just, it Libby is like when I get a book online here at Los Angeles Public Library, I read it like, oh, I'm waiting online at the grocery store. And it's kind of a long line. I'm looking at Libby and I read three pages before I have to pull up to get you know, type of thing. I have, I usually have two digital books that I'm in the process of reading. And I just find it amazing because 
the amount of money you can save, but it's also the more information going into your brain, the smarter you get and the better type of consumer you can be. I just find it amazing. Um, I'm going to do one more, and then I think we have like five or six we'll do after the break. But they have foreign language instruction. So when I went to the L.A. Public Library site, and this is on most public libraries throughout the world, there's a service called Mango. And Mango is free foreign language instruction. Um, They have over 70 languages, and they're in most countries worldwide. But when I went to the L.A. Public one, they had eight different sites for foreign language instruction. Um, There was one called Transparent Language Online. They do 110 languages. You know, and it's the type of lessons like I know you did that when you were going to Spain and when you were going to Costa Rica and stuff, that they have a thing where you uh, can, like, click on the thing and say, like, how do you say good morning in that language and how do you say goodbye and, you know, where is the bathroom or whatever it is. So I I just find it. I had translator apps, but not necessarily something that was like that, but it's definitely useful. Duolingo isn't the only Exactly. Isn't the only way I should be using or learning a language. So I know somebody who used Duolingo for about seven years and then became pretty fluent because they kept taking higher and higher levels of Duolingo and, you know, very conversational and then decided to like I'm taking a cruise where I can only speak this language. And I found that pretty interesting. And so they did learn it because they just stuck to it. But it, it's this type of thing that people don't know that all these little things. And like I click on, on my library site, eMedia, and you could spend four days there because there's so many drop down menus of so many different things that, you know, I'm hoping some people get something out of this episode. But I've been using the library for well over 40 years and I've gotten so much out of it from the point where you had to go there and then look through the library uh, catalog to find something to now just doing it online saying, yes, I'd like to reserve the digital copy. And there it is. And nine times out of 10, if I'm doing it on Hoopla, which is not through the library, it's just a general library service. That's definitely worldwide. Nine times out of 10, it says this item is always available. Meaning like, 75 people in the world could be reading and it's not like we have four digital copies and you have to wait till one's returned. Usually on Hoopla, it's just like if they carry that book or that magazine or that newspaper, or whatever, they just says this, this item is always available. And I'm like, wow. That's pretty incredible. Yeah. So let's take our quick break and then we'll come right back and I'll get into some of the other things. And I'm hoping Caitlin to personally blow you away by the end of the show. So let's take our break and we'll be right back. Okay, we're back, and this week we're talking about um, libraries and how much money you can kind of save by doing it. And I I did talk about some of the magazines and and newspapers I kind of get free from the library. But um, one of the other services they offer is podcasts. Now, in general, they're not podcasts that you would get on iTunes or something like Dad's Daughters and Dollars. It's more career-based stuff. So, like, for instance, the L.A. Public Library, and you have to check your own particular one and where you live – they have interviews with career professionals, and it's called Career Conversations. So they interviewed an architect and how they became an architect, and like lawyers, software engineers, journalism people, people who work at NASA, Jet Propulsion Lab, L.A. Philharmonic, people who were music supervisors in the TV and film industry. 
they had about 60 different career things so that if somebody who's a sophomore in high school or something said, I've always been interested in that, you can go and listen about it and, and get something out of it. And I just thought it was really pretty cool. They also have free online learning. So that one of the providers that's on most library sites on the e-media thing is a thing called Universal Class. And when I went to the one on LA Public Library, they had over 600 classes and it covered everything from like accounting skills to photography to personal finance to, um, I mean, you name it, like gardening and stuff like that. But there were 600 different classes and it was just one of, I think, four different drop down menus that had online learning. Um, they, most libraries, I didn't see it with the LA public library, but most libraries have culture passes. So like for instance, in New York, you can go to the library and I don't know if you get a download, a digital pass or not to most of the, the museums, zoos, uh, concerts, and even movies. There's so many through the New York public library, you can get free admission just by using the New York Public Library. So your taxes pay for the New Whoa. York. Yeah, you go, uh, your taxes pay for New York Public Library, and you go, I want three passes to go to the New York Zoo because my family's coming to town and I need two extra passes. And boom, you have them. They're on your phone. And I think that's pretty cool. Now, concerts, it's probably not going to be anything big like Taylor Swift. It might be more of a classical music type thing and that you doesn't sell out, but... They're free, and people don't know that they have that. Most libraries have free online tutoring. So you agree to get you know tutored in, let's say, history or English or a foreign language or something like that, and they have this thing called Help Now Tutoring and Tutor.com on most of these library sites, and you just go there, and you're doing poorly in whatever subject, and your parents are so busy they can't help you with math or counting or whatever you're trying to get through, you go there and you get free help, not, no paying for it. Um, they have, That's great. They have, and I'm hoping these both go away because you and I both know how stressful it is, but they have SAT and ACT prep classes for free. Now, I know there's a number of colleges who have dro- dropped out of requirement, but not the majority. But saying that still exists when you listen to this podcast, that is available. The LA Public yeah. Library has this, and I know the New York Public Library, but they have a, a place under the e-media thing that says research and home, homework database. So if you're trying to do some research about um, French literature because you got to do something your sophomore year in high school or something, they will have papers that have been written about French literature, and maybe you can obviously not copy them, but you can get some ideas of whatever your subject is. Um, they have resume and job assistant assistance where you can both do it online or you can speak to somebody on the phone. And I don't know if it's like through the speaker in your cell phone or your uh, laptop. So you can get resume and job resource assistance. Like I'm trying to get a job in X, you know, do you have any help? And they have some expert who works for the library, who they've hired, or maybe because our taxes are paying for the library, who's going to help you try and get a job. Right. This one I think is cool, and I will be using this, and I did use it once. There's a thing, and not most libraries have it, but a lot of libraries have it, and it's called a tool library. So the L.A. Public Library does not have a tool library, but L.A. County 
has a tool library where you can go and rent, or and it's for free, um, stuff like, like I source something like well over 800 different types of tools. But here's some of the ones like um, a cordless drill driver, a drill and screwdriver bit set, orbital sander, a belt sander, a power washer, a sewing machine, you know, hammers. You can get those from the library? But it's not the actual public library where the books are. It's a thing called a tool library. And the closest one to me that I've looked is 16 minutes away. I will be getting the power washer because I always thought the bricks that we have in the backyard are starting to look pretty aged. And I'm wondering if I power wash them, if they'll look kind of new. I will be using it. But, you know, I can send you the link for the L.A. County one. And I think they have six different ones. Some are like half hour to 40 minutes away. But the closest one I saw... Uh, was 16 minutes away and I definitely will be using it and that's so useful yeah but I know yeah I know you think about it if you go like for instance I'm looking this there's a voltage detector if you were somehow you went on YouTube and you've decided I'm going to try and put in this new light socket but I'm afraid I'm going to electrocute myself so you go on YouTube and it says well turn it off and then test it with a voltage meter and you're like well I don't own a voltage meter and it's probably the only time in my life I'd need one you can go to the library and get a voltage detector to see if there's current going through the thing so you don't electrocute yourself and then you replace the plug or the light socket or whatever it was you know I I just think that's um, amazing all right so here's the last one I'm going to mention because it was part of an article I read and there's a thing called the Human Library, and I will be trying this. It was started in Denmark. The Human Library promotes diversity in over 50 countries so that people will not judge a book by its cover. And what are the books? The books are people. You take out a person, you go to the library, and you meet a person for 30 minutes, and you find out everything you can about them. And that's, you're checking out a person. So you're you're trying to make the world not only more diverse, but closer and tighter. Maybe you make a friendship. So when I clicked on the human library, and I'll click a link to it, a lot of the stuff were people that were, I would say, underserved parts of our community. One of the persons you're checking out is a homeless person. And you get to talk to them about what their life experience was. And it could have been someone who was an attorney who had a bad divorce and all these bad decisions or something, and now they're homeless. But you can, you know, relate to them. There are immigrants. There are people who have, you know, uh, gone through different types of physical and sexual abuse. There's also a person that, you know, could be, you know, oh, this person is a lighthouse keeper, you know, or something like that. But there's hundreds of people who have signed up in 50 different countries. And I think I tried to look for one here in America. And I don't know if the closest one was Seattle. So obviously it's it's not... I don't believe it's in L.A. unless that's changed. But, you know, and that might change by the time someone listens to this episode. I find that fascinating because I'm like, oh, I want to like, okay, because I traveled to, you know, Portugal and I traveled to Greece. I would like to go, oh, is there a human library there? And on a day where we're only just going to walk around and grab a meal for lunch and dinner, oh, maybe I'll stop by the human library and find someone you know, and maybe the librarian could translate if that person didn't speak English and I didn't speak Greek. Um, I just think that's fascinating that, you know, you can kind of like, while I'm in another country, make friends with someone, find out what their life yeah. experience is, and then the world becomes a closer place. 
Yeah, I was going to say the human library sounds like an interesting concept, but it's all the way in Seattle, so it's a little rough. But um, way back from the beginning, I was going to say that having the New York Times access to that is insane. Like, I know many people who would, instead of subscribing to it, would just happily, like, take an online digital version of it or... So, um, yeah, and it's basically all you have to do is get a free L.A. Public Library card, and then you go online, you go to the L.A. Public, I'm just saying for our, you know, if you're here in Los Angeles, you go online to the L.A. Public Library site, you click on e-media, and then it has like, oh, New York Times digital subscription. And when you click on that, you just have to create a password and a code, and I think your thing is good for seven days. But if you now are looking at look, going to New York Times for the 10th day, you got to click and go give me another seven-day pass. It's always free. It's never not free. So, for instance, I hadn't looked at the New York Times digital version in about 18 months. So when I was helping prep this thing, I said, oh, I'll, I'll go on it. So last night I went on at about 1030. I didn't go to bed till 1 a.m. because I read about seven articles. I was like, oh, what about this one? Oh, I got to read about that one. It's just was amazing. And then, you know, I have book, I have bookmarked the Washington Post. I have the Boston Globe. You know, I'm going to start reading some oversight, overseas newspapers that are like in English. Um, I just find it fascinating. And I, I'm just like, can't believe, like I said, the Washington Post is, was 120 a year after the first year. I think the first year it's $60. And same with the New York Times. I'm like, that's a great savings. And... I could not in one day, not working, read everything that's in the paper, but I could sort of like, oh, I have to go back and I'll make a note on a post-it. Make sure you read this article in the business section, this article in the sports section, whatever. Um, and I just find it fascinating. It's, it's just, and you're not paying for it. But, you know, it's the easiest, the way the library used to work is if you wanted to read the New York Times, you go there. Oh, somebody's not sitting there reading it once they're, or if they are, you have to, when they're done reading it, you can read it and it stays there. Now with a digital version, it's available to you at any time, 24 hours a day. And you don't have to return it. It's just, it's there. So it's, it's crazy convenient, but there isn't enough hours in the day to correct. To but you know, like if you, all that the library offers, so no one's allowed to say they're bored ever again. <laughs> Right, but I'm, here's a perfect example. You you saw something on CNN about some big breaking news, and it's based on some 12-page article in the New York Times. You're like, well, I won't be able to read that. I don't have a subscription. Now through the LA Public Library, you could read that article, and let's say you're only reading one article a month in the New York Times. I just like, to me, it's 1,000% worth it because I, you know, I'll probably be reading one or two articles a week, but I'm like, I didn't have to pay for it, but my taxes are paying for me to have access to it. And if someone doesn't know that or doesn't know they can use the tool library for free, and I don't know if you get to keep it for five days, I don't know, but there's people leaving feedback on the on the tool library about, oh, it's so great. I, I sewed all the patches on the Girl Scouts outfits. <laughs> they brought it home. So, and then returned home the sewing machine. I'm like, wow, that's kind of cool. That's great. There's actually one project I can think of offhand that requires um, a couple different tools that, like, I don't have, like a heat gun and and um, like whatever else it requires. And I was like, oh, this would be so cool to do, but you know, I don't have the 
tools to do it, but there's so many projects that you just have it for a little bit of time and you know how to work it so you can be safe, then you're golden. Yeah, and I'm sure these things come with directions of like, you know, how to stay safe or whatever, but I'm looking on the list. Hot glue gun. They have every type of cooking and baking thing, a six-inch round cake pan up to a nine-inch by 13 cake pan. They have muffin tins. They have cookie cutters. They have hand mixers. Uh, you know, all these clamps, measuring things, levels, tape measures, bike repair kits, shovels, fruit pickers. I mean, it's like, you know, like, because there could literally be something on this list that you're going to use three times in your life. And do I want to go spend $45 at Home Depot or get it here? Yeah, for free. Yeah. So um, that is this week's episode. I know you're off to do tennis. I'm... Congratulations, you're doing Indian Wells, I believe, next week. I hope that's yep. fun. I hope it's rain-free. We've been having a lot of rain here, but I believe those days are supposed to be free. I want you to have a great time. Um, any last words before we wrap it up? No, I'm just super excited that now all of us have um, access to you know more tools than we thought we had. It's insane. Yeah, and you'll, you will see someday the power washer over this house. Okay. All right. Um, We thank you all for listening. Please subscribe uh, to Dad's Daughters and Dollars. Please leave a comment. I want to thank you, everybody, who has already left a comment and the people I've talked to personally who have asked about particular episodes. Um, I really, really appreciate it, and so does Caitlin. All right. We will talk to you next time. Take care. The content on Dads, Daughters, and Dollars is for informational purposes only and does not constitute professional financial advice. Listeners should consult an attorney, accountant, financial planner, or other professionals to suit your specific needs.